Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome back to Point of View. Um, Brian's not here this week, um, so I'm going to be kind of in control here tonight. Um, I'm here with uh, my friend Brian and my friend Eric. Uh, we're going to talk about whatever. We're just going to talk about a bunch of football stuff. Um, I think we'll start with the, with the game that just took place uh, this uh, Monday, right? Yep. Um, and then we'll just talk about whatever. Me and Brian can talk about our little situation with Mr. Brisky and uh, just uh, whatever. So, um, I guess that's it. So, uh, all right. So, I just, so I'm gonna start with this actually. Um, so my first question, we'll, we'll talk about what happened this this weekend, um, mm -hmm. uh, last weekend or whatever, um, about the Bears. But yeah, going into the season, just the way you sort of viewed the team, mm -hmm. are you surprised? And I know it's half of the season, so yeah. technically you still finish five and twelve, right. you know, whatever. Exactly. Right. But it's about halfway. Yeah. yeah. But if 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 you were to take me back to sort of the way you were thinking about it, um, going into next season, because. Obviously, I feel like most people saw the, the Packers and the Vikings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just battling. Uh, it's like, uh, well, it's either the Bears or the line who's going to finish last. Right. Sort of exactly. Yeah. And what I've always said is, and I'm just going to reaffirm my decision. I think your defense is world class. Oh God, yeah. Okay. If, if you had Russell Wilson, you win the next four Super Bowls. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. The next four Super Bowls. So okay. it's like that's the only thing you're missing. And then Nick Foles' situation comes along, and Mitch starts the season. Um, so I guess my question is, what were your expectations, and what, what's what's in the Bears' season for you? My expectations, personally, per se, going into the season, my best bet was eight and eight, nine and seven. Mm -hmm. I heard all of it because I follow enough pages, and you know I listen to you know what people say around Bears camp, yeah. out of Bourbon A and out of wherever they're at now in Illinois uh, and Lake Forest. Yeah. Um, that Mitch had been working all season on his footwork. You know he coach with a dude who helped Patrick Mahomes with footwork and Russell Wilson yeah. and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, but I don't know how much I'm going to buy it. So, um, you were, right. so you were pessimistic going into Mitch. Pessimistic, but I was wait, like... Wait, going in, sorry to interrupt. And I'm, yeah. I'm going to because there's just a lot That's fine. Um, so this season, when, when you traded for Nick Foles and all that, all that stuff happened, right. were you... Were you on board with Mitch being the starter, or did you feel? Because I was dead wrong. I yeah. thought he was going to be cut, yeah. and I didn't think any. I thought maybe he'd be a practice squad guy. Right. And that's just the way I looked at him. Yeah. After the season he had had, mm -hmm. even the season before that, where he looked, there's just certain cracks you could see there. Yeah. So with with that uh, quarterback situation, did, would, what side were you on as far as? I was fine with letting Mitch start and. Everybody knew, Bears fans, mm -hmm. media, right. Mitch was going to be on a short leash. Now, granted, uh, week one against the Lions, yeah. he didn't look that great in the first report, statistically, and there were parts of it where you could see that he had improved footwork. He looked more comfortable in the pocket, yeah. but it still there, goes into the He still left. had some erratic throws. Yes, he still did. And then in the fourth quarter, it's just like touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. I'm just like it's it's, it's, it's sort of the um Jay Cutler syndrome is what I what right. I but I like Jay Cutler more than Mitchell. No, absolutely, he's better. Oh than Jay God, yeah. yeah. But but the thing with Jay Cutler is he, I think Jay Cutler's problem is attitude and all that stuff. But like, oh, you right. go into these games and back then you when Jay Cutler was was the thing in Chicago, you right. were hanging out every week. So right, exactly. So like, but the thing about Jay Cutler is he could play really bad, and I, obviously he's way better than Mitch. But right, he could play really bad. But in the fourth quarter, for whatever reason, he could turn it on. Yeah, he was a, like, he was a goat before. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm going to say this to the camera, if I can send myself on the camera. In the fourth quarter, historically, 
Jay Cutler is a better quarterback than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, cra it's crazy as that sounds. It's true. Mm -hmm. Because right. the thing about, and I, I don't want, I mean, you're two Bear fans and someone who doesn't like the Packers. Right. So right. we're going to be throwing people under the bus here. Right. right. But uh, Ryan Tannehill is more game winning drives than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. More, I mean, so if you look at like fourth quarter comebacks, mm -hmm. Aaron Rodgers, actually, Jay Cutler has actually done more in that right. respect. And, For sure. Uh, mm -hmm. And there's no one here to defend him. So. Right. <laughs> So I, I just think like the Jay Color. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think the Jay Color thing is interesting. Um, right. But again, sorry, I don't mean to rush, but uh, right. continue. So I was like, okay. And he's known because we've watched the last three seasons, we've watched Bears games pretty much religiously. Pretty together. much every week. Um, pretty much. This season, after week one and week two, who do we play week two? Um, who do we play week two? Uh, you played the, 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 the um the Falcons. No, that was week oh. three. That was week three. Uh, I forgot. Uh, let me look. Um, whoever we played week was three. It? it was. Wasn't it like a divisional team? No, because oh. we haven't played Packers or Vikes yet. Um, we played the. No, no, it wasn't that. Oh, the Giants. We played the yeah, Giants. Yeah, And then we played. The reason my head was saying Giants, but my mouth wasn't telling me not to say it. Right. right. We played. Okay, so we played the Lions. Giants, Falcons, Colts, yep. Bucks, Panthers, and the Rams, obviously, yeah. Monday. Or, yes, Monday. Yeah. Um, yeah. Every, um, you know, he has a more optimistic view on it, you know, wins a win. But I'm like, teams that you expect or want to go to a Super Bowl, yeah. they're not going to win ugly every week. Right. And it was just one of those things where yeah. it was like. It's like, it's like, I don't know. It's like one of those things where it, it takes a um, individual talent to mm -hmm. really propel yourself right. over right. sort of that hump. And if you don't have that individual talent, it's not a thing. Right. Uh, for example, um, only soccer reference, I swear. Okay. Um, so last year with the Aventus, their team was well, got off. hold you to that. <laughs> not got <kidding>. off. <laughs> but I'm, I'm only saying this in this situation mm -hmm. because this, this, um, this example is so relevant to, to what you're talking about. Right. So Paul, uh, Dave Ronaldo, I'm not going to talk about him, but Paul right. Ball is an Argentinian uh, forward who didn't have the statistics that he would say, wow, he was the best player. Yeah. But in every game, he had that moment or he supplied that moment right. to sort of take that team. They won the title yeah. basically because of him. Right. Mm -hmm. So you're in a situation where your team is good, but you don't have those, I feel like you don't have those players that can, you know, can have that moment where you can, you're in a right. situation where they need it, your offense needs to propel you. Right. You don't have that player. No. And, for, and I, uh, Allen Robinson's great, uh -huh. but oh, you God. can't play quarterback running back. No. No. <laughs> no. 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 And we don't have him for the following, the game coming up. And there's, and I'll, I'll get about this, the contract situation also. Oh, don't even get me started. <laughs> if, if we don't re-sign him, I would be so bad. I am too. I'm sorry. I feel like you're not going to, though. Yeah, I do, too. Because, because it would have been done deal. It's, because what made me even more mad about him still yeah. not having an extension two weeks ago, yep. the week that Cohen got hurt, yep. he had gotten an extension game day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> game day. So you want to pay Cohen, Cohen a three-year extension. A decent back. Right. I like you he's a flash guy, but he's not, like, a he, consistent. He's like, you don't want to pay... Alan Robinson. Yeah, right. he's like the guy in the who was in Philadelphia. Uh, Darren Sproles. Yeah, like literally him. Literally him. Which is why, so obviously, you can say what Jordan Howard didn't fit the offense. Yeah, Matt but, but at the same time, 
He was a bat that got 900 yards under an offense that he wasn't right meant for. Right. Yeah. And then you have Tariq Cohen, who again can't be your starting running back. No. And then you draft a rookie, and I like what, what he's yeah. done. I like Monty. Uh, no, rookie. second, 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 second year. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, it's just like he could, he's shown flash. The problem because like the first three weeks, yeah, he had 120, 130, 140 yards mm-hmm. rushing behind that atrocious offensive line. Atrocious. Yeah. So sure. I was thinking, okay, so maybe our offensive line is fixed the first three weeks of the game or first yeah. three weeks of the season. And Monty's looking good. And what I like about him, he's a fighter. He right. never yeah. gets taken down the first hit. He's right. always but then lately now, because of how bad the offensive line is, mm-hmm. it's like he'll make a catch out the backfield and he'll break the first tackle. Then it's like right as soon as he breaks that first tackle, there's already yeah. another dude right there that right. is going to take him down. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like right. God. So it's like now he's gonna get and it's not all his fault, but yeah, for that same reason, because I know how critics are just in media in general. Right. He's going to get labeled a bust, and yep. the ultimate reason why the Bears will be seen as losing the Khalil Mactree, because Montgomery is a part of that. So I'll just hold, I don't want to cut you off, but right. If you don't win anything with Khalil Mack, right? Do you, would you consider that a losing losing that trade, even if he has individual success? I have to wait to see what the Raiders do on yeah. their end because they got Josh Jacobs. Presence Definitely. on the team, um, but 
and the defense as a whole, the Bears defense as a whole. It's just the offense. No, it's totally the offense, which, which, is, which brings me segue into this. Mm-hmm. You have you have five and two. So, yep. I, again, it could be five. Five could be the end of it. Yeah. It? But I think you're better than Vikings, personally. Right. I think the Vikings are absolutely horrendous, Pedro. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this year, yes, they are. Um, yeah, pretty bad. I mean, they got – what are they, one win? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So – Good for you. My, yeah, my question is, this is this is this is a big dilemma I have with the Bears. Yeah. They need a quarterback. And yeah. If they're too good. Yeah. They're gonna get one of the ones that. Here's my problem with the Bears. Not only that, I feel like Foles would be better because watching that Ram game, mm-hmm. Jalen Ramsey, who's widely regarded as one of the best, if not the best, corner in the league. Yeah, I disagree with that. But go right. On. Um, that's just what I hear. So he got smoked on two routes. One was by Mooney for sure. I think maybe yeah. both were yeah. by Mooney. And the Bears, what the Rams did really well, their punter put the Bears every punt on the five, yeah. on the I'm two, on so the good. one. He's so good. Yeah. He's like a, you know, um, the Pat McAfee of right. right now. Yeah, right. literally every punt. And so the Bears are backed up against their own line. Right. The Bears offensive, my biggest issue, we could win better with a better offensive line. Yeah, for sure. For the most part. Okay, so what do you value more at this point? Would you – is offensive line your number one yeah, priority? Ultimately, yeah. Right I now, I feel like um, we'll have a little – we'll have more success offensively. Quarterback is, uh, will still be about – we'll still definitely need a quarterback. But Foles or Trubisky don't have any time behind that offensive line. No. So you could – like I said, when I walked in the, in the door, you could put Russell Wilson behind that offensive line. Yeah. He's not doing anything. Not right. Not doing anything. Um, and bef- it was – I forgot what game it was. It was two weeks ago coming into either the Colts um, – yeah, it was, the, it was Nick Foles' first or second start. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky had more passing yards, had one more touchdown. They had the same amount of interceptions. Mitchell Trubisky had a better completion percentage. Right. Going into his first uh, – going into Nick Foles, it was his second start. So I'm like yeah, – and I got into a shootout match – like vocal match oh, yeah, we with his cousin, with his yeah, oh, my God. with his cousin. Like Nick Foles is the superior guy quarterback because you know everybody talks about how he won the Super Bowl in 2017, right? And you know he just has this thing where because yeah. the that's yes, you can have a moment, right? Right. You know Nick Foles got hot, yeah. in that playoff run, right? That doesn't mean he's better than Tom Brady, right? That exactly. doesn't mean he's better than you know, right? He's not if if he wasn't starting, he's not even right. the best backup. Exactly. I mean, honestly, because right. I mean, right. because my and then I got into the whole thing with him was Nick Foles when he went down to Jacksonville. What happened? He got hurt week one. Yeah. On his first, th- I think the first play of the on offense. Yeah, yeah. And he was taken out. He was out for like seven weeks. Gardner Minshew came in and played stole well. His job. Yeah, stole his job. Then they were like, okay, well let's try to go back to Nick Foles. That was dumb. He looked like shit. Utter <laughs> shit. And then Gardner, he lost his starting job to Gardner Minshew. Yeah. So, you know. Who, as a set, for, for people who don't know, he was a seventh round draft pick. He went to two different schools. He wasn't, I mean, it's a great story, obviously, but mm-hmm. this isn't, it's not like you got Tua back there. Right. Way to take your job. You had, right. you had a sixth and, round, you had a sixth round draft pick who wasn't even expected to make the roster. Right. And then the, on top of it, he had purposely broken his hand to try, like, because there was like some loophole. He took like a hammer and he was like really drunk. And like tried to like he broke his hand or whatever the story was. 
so that he could go back and finish play college ball and then try to come back to the NFL. What an idiot. So, <laughs> Did you um, really do that? yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I remember you telling me that. Yeah, Bobby was the one that told Why me. Why would you do that? Right. So, because there was some loophole in that where if he got to a point, there was some loophole where he could go back and play college for another year or two or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, then come back to the NFL. Right. Um, but yeah, Nick Foles had lost his job. And so all the Bears fans were like, oh my God, we're going to go 11 and 5 now because we just got Nick Foles from the Jaguars. And I'm just like, you didn't, you weren't part of that, right? No, I was not. <laughs> I was like, my highest expectation was 10 and 6. Lowest point, 8 and 8. All right, I had one more thing on Nick Foles. Yeah. You were looking for a quarterback last summer. Yep. What would have been, out of the ones, and to be honest, they weren't great. There weren't, no. there weren't a lot that was great that was available. Yeah. From that perspective of where you were at that time, mm-hmm. what, what was your, um, what did you want? Did you want them to take Yeah, I wanted to take And the, the that's the part about it. Teddy Bridgewater had went to Chicago, and the news had basically broke that he signed. Yep. So, because yeah. I had a status, yo, Teddy Bridgewater just signed with the Bears. Then it turns out he just signed with the Panthers. Philly. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Well, yeah, I guess that didn't age well within the last because it said he had went to Chicago and basically he signed the contract, basically. Yeah. Um, but I guess Panthers offered him more money, so then that's what ultimately. Uh, yeah, good on him. And Teddy is. Statistically, isn't putting up a great year, but completion right. percentage is. And he's a student of the game. He's but, really good with the football. Yes, but like he is hitting career highs in several categories. Yeah. So and remember, he won five and zero with the Saints. Yep. And if they had stuck with him, yeah. the season might have ended differently. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not suggesting that it was a wrong thing to put Drew Brees back, back in. in. Right. But, but he had the hot hand. Yeah, he did. Um. So, and I I totally agree with you. I think Teddy was. He was the best. I mean, it was a weak QB class. Yeah. Um, I think Cam Newton's done a pretty good job, at least at the beginning in New England. In the beginning, I the last like, couple weeks. I didn't like him in Chicago mm-hmm. just because of it's nothing personal. Right. I, I've never been high on Cam Newton, so yeah. I mean. And a lot of people are, and I don't get it. I don't get it either. But here's the thing. Um, he's. I mean, he would have been something. It would have been ex- excitement. Right. But. Um, He's not I don't think he would have been any better. He's, no. he's not good at throwing the football. No. If you look at his career, he has that one year we had, uh, what, 35 and 10 and then rushed, yep. rushed for whatever. Mm-hmm. And his rookie year was good. Yeah. Other, if you looked, if you told, take those two, you, you know, those years out. Average it's like It's like a Ryan Tannehill. Year. Yeah. Not, not this year. Ryan It's Tannehill. like Miami Ryan Tannehill. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I thought that the Teddy made the most sense based on everything that gone on. But yeah. When they had Nick Foles, I'm like, it's, it's better than Cam, but this this it just doesn't seem like it. It right. seems like Trubisky 2.0. I the only reason I was behind Nick Foles that I went from eight and eight to ten and six because him and we got Bill DiFilippo or John DiFilippo yeah, and Bill Lanier in Philadelphia. Right. He succeeded under those two guys. So I was like, okay. But I'm like, but we still got to play the Packers twice. You know, everybody's expecting the Packers and the Vikings to duke it out for the division right now. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I was looking at that. I was looking at our schedule. And I was like, uh, a lot of the fact that, a lot of leeway, though, because you had, you finished, what, third in the division last year? Yeah. yeah. So you had a third place schedule. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the Vikings are awful. We yeah. have a hard schedule. Right. The Packers are, I just, I don't buy the Packers. Personally. Right. But I don't either. I think Aaron Rodgers is having a good year, and I'm mm-hmm. the only nice thing I'm saying about Aaron Rodgers, but right. But um, and I think he's he 
he's he's starting to have a little bit of maturity, a little bit, mm-hmm. which I like. Yeah. But the team itself isn't isn't designed to go on a deep run. No. And I think there might be three Patrick Mahomes on earth who kind of realize that, that. Right. Where everyone says, oh, he throws uh, four if touchdowns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got those four touchdowns against um, the the, the, the Lions, the Vikings, the Super Bowl champion Vikings, the the elite no. Detroit Lions. <laughs> <laughs> The, um, the future Hall of Fame uh, champion, uh, Houston you know. Texans, right? So, and I'm not saying he's not having a great season, he is, but right. it's, it's also based on the fact that he's playing like a bunch really of poor defenses. Yeah, right. right. And the one time he I played a good defense, he looked awful. Oh my god, because he threw the one pick, the first pick was a pick six, yeah, and he threw the second pick that was almost a pick six. Yeah. And then that team, after those two pick sixes, the Packers were just dead. And then he has all these, um, and it's not his fault. If you're yeah. great, people are gonna like you. Right. He has all these fanboys in the media as well. Yeah. Like you know, like Stephen A. Uh huh. Aaron Rodgers could throw four interceptions in a game, uh-huh. and he would say, you know, you know, with that offensive line, that receiver, right. you know, something right. like that. But, He'll make so there's a lot of people choose. like that. But I, I, I just don't think the Packers are all that good. Um. Yeah, but Shan Sharp isn't as you know bad as Stephen A. Yeah. Yeah. When it comes to Aaron Rodgers. I mean, with Rodgers. Rodgers. Yeah. Or like, Joe Buck. Man. Yeah. or like the Joe Bucks um, and uh, Chris Collinsworth. Yeah, yeah I get, I, that stuff. And I think Shannon likes Aaron Rodgers, but he likes yeah. Pat Mahomes a whole lot more. Right. So Mahomes boy. Mahomes boy, yeah. yeah. Um, so we, with the Packers, it's, it's, you're in an interesting situation because um, I've watched a bunch of games. Mm-hmm. I have a busy schedule, so I haven't watched everything. Right. But I've, watched, I've got a fair bit because I'm also watching college football. So, but, yeah, um, you watch a lot of sports. Yeah, so I'm like right. sports. That, that's why I wanted you, because I know you're watching the Bears. Every week. Yeah. I'm watching games yeah. every weekend, right. but I'm also watching those highlights of a lot of games, right. like the long. Yeah, exactly. Um, so what, what I've noticed is the, it, it seems like there's there's a, there's an avenue for you to actually to take the division and potentially even if if things align, go to sort of a buy. So my question is about that: is is that the the road you want? And I. I'm against tanking just right. by the very institute, mm-hmm. but um, there are two, co- there are two, maybe three quarterbacks in this draft that are worth tanking for. Yeah. Um, I would go 0-16 for Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. I would go 1-15 for Justin Fields. Right. And if, um, because Trey Lance has only played one game this season, yeah, I would kind of hope he dips down. Right. Because that's the guy I think the Bears should try to get. And I've seen a lot of mock drafts where the Bears take Trey Lance. Actually. Yeah, it's just I'm, it's his ceiling is so big though mm-hmm. that I feel like you're gonna have to not be very good to get Trey right. Lance. Um, and but I feel like because it, like you said he's only played one game, I feel yeah, like he will fall. He, he'll fall a little bit, but and it's just one of these things where like you're in a situation where. You can make the playoffs and have to search for a quarterback for the next three years. Yep. Or you can try to button it. I'm not saying lose on purpose, mm-hmm. but don't make any big moves or adjustments. Don't try to be a genius and try to make You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. so for me, it's difficult because the, the question here is whether or not you can you feel like you can get high enough in the draft where you can, I don't know what you'd have to give up, but give something up to yep. try to get one of these quarterbacks because – I thought that this season, this is the year for the Bears to just totally tank it. Yeah. So when I saw um, you play so poorly in that first game against um, it was the Lions, yeah. where you looked hor- horrible. And then the fourth like, quarter just. Because I'm like, dude, because, you know, I've been harsh on the Bears the last couple of years, but yeah. I want, if, if I could pick Trevor Lawrence to go to a team, I'm yeah. picking the Bears, man. Right. Because 
Trevor Lawrence is the best college quarterback since Andrew Luck. Yes. Yeah. So and he's going to, I think he'll probably win the Heisman Trophy. I mean, in terms of, Andrew Luck is the best in terms of a prospect. Mm-hmm. I had. I wanted Andrew Luck the year that he was coming yeah. out of college. Um, and then he gave three interceptions in his rookie debut. Yep. Um, but I think Trevor Lawrence, you can't miss. And Justin Fields. So let me put it this way. I think Trevor Lawrence is the best prospect this season. I agree. Justin Fields is playing at an unreal level. And I, mm-hmm. I know it's only been a short amount of games. But the problem with winning is then, because I think you're drafting a quarterback in the first round. Have regardless. To. We have to. So then your options shrink. Really after, after Trey Lance. Yeah. Trey Lance is is it's sort of a prayer. Yeah. Because I don't think you're you're not gonna beat out the Giants and the Jets for those first two. Right. Um because they're gonna the do Giants, and the Giants may not do it. Yeah. Because Danny they has, like Danny. Danny has done enough to, to say that I'm not so bad where you need someone to right. replace me. Not a Josh Rose. But it's just like Trevor, you're not getting. I mean, yeah. sad as it is, and I wanted you to get. I don't want right. him playing on the Jets. Kind of oh, because that's a dysfunctional franchise. I hope he just right. goes back to college. He goes back to college. Right. Um, that is such a dysfunctional then, franchise. Then Justin Fields is possible, but you'd have to do a lot to get up. So yeah. I, and then you're looking at Trey Lance, is, I think, is still unlikely. So then you're looking at the, the quarterback of Florida who, who has potential, but is, there's a risk factor there. Right. One at Georgia. I'm sorry. I can't think of the names off the top of my head. And then Sam Allinger is an interesting one. I think he could be that guy. And if you're drafting like 18th, mm-hmm. or if you could even give him the beginning of the second round, then maybe that's something to look at. But for me, I think, it's, and I, I feel bad because you guys deserve to be in the playoffs. Right. Making the playoffs this season is just, I feel too risky to what you're going to sabotage yourself with. Yep. So it's like, would you rather go into the playoffs and get pounced? Unless you play the Cowboys. Yeah. Because somebody out <laughs> of that division has got to make it sad. Yeah. Right. Um, and they just got whooped by the, rest of the right. Washington football team before I finished. And, and now um, now the, uh, what, what do you call it? The, the, the Eagles aren't very good either. Right. The Giants aren't very good either. No. The Redskins aren't. So someone's going to get a, a gift. Why well, play football team? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Um, yeah. But right. it just feels like this is – it's almost like making the playoffs is leaving too much up to chance. Yep. And I'm not saying – I'm not saying vocally tank, but mm-hmm. you just never know what you're going to get. Right. Um, Justin Herbert was probably – would have been the number one pick. He'd have been a top two pick last year. Yep. Uh, and, you know, he, he, he didn't drop that far. He dropped to six. Yeah. He comes in that his first game, and – he had, a few, some holes. he had a few right. throws in that game that it's like, eh. but mm-hmm. he was he was told basically a minute before. Yeah, like, yeah, you're playing. But he looks oh, so good. So even if you could get in a top ten quarterback, where somebody in there looks like it's, and we'll see by the end of the season mm-hmm. whether or not you're going to be in a position to, to to because we'll see what these quarterbacks look like. But yeah, um, I know we talked about two minutes straight, but right. looking at it from that perspective, is it? Do you feel like going to the playoffs is as much as it would be great, it's right. a risk because of the I, I would, Oh, oh God, yeah. And I feel like if we do, yeah, we get knocked out wild card round. Um, my oh, other oh, issue boy. with um, the Bears this year, play calling. Yeah. Third and 12, let's throw a screenplay. How many <laughs> times does that work? Right. Uh, we'll throw, Matt Nagy does play call, calling from, 20, from 2019, from last year and this year. Yeah. Horrible. You know, when he was getting weird and schematic in 2018 and throwing everybody, like, around, like, he'll have defensive players on offense, 
and he did it a limited amount of times, it worked. It worked great. That's right. why we were 12 and 4. Right. But then he went to let's getting like getting a little too cute last year, and this year he's trying to run up my screens. <laughs> um so what I mean, and I, I'm not trying to assume right. anything. Are you are you ready to move on from that Nagy? Do you think he's the main problem here? I think him still being the play caller. I, th I think he's a good coach. I totally agree. I think he's a good coach, but he needs to stop play calling. Yeah. I, can, I, I need him away from play calling because time management and then, like, when the Bears do get into a rhythm, yeah, he takes off the players that are doing good, and then he'll throw in, like, we, uh, with Tariq Cohen going down, we have two running backs. Well, we have, yeah. Yeah, we have two running backs, and we have Cordero Patterson in the backfield. He's basically manipulating the momentum of the, of the game. That and it's just like so, if we have two running backs and Cordero Patterson taking snaps at running back, we only see Montgomery and Patterson in the backfield. Yeah. Where's the other running back? Neither <laughs> one of the running, running back. back. Right. So I like right the reason I'm really vouching for Ryan Nall, who's our backup. Technically, so with Cohen Hurt, he's technically. He's the third string running back. Yeah, he's a preseason darling because the two preseasons he's played in, the two different seasons. Wait, so this is a player? Yeah, this is a player. I was thinking this was a coach. No, no, Ryan Nall is our third string running back. And uh, all of the preseasons, uh, all the preseason games last season and the season before. Yeah. The guy puts up. Um, Numbers. The guy like breaks. He's a big dude who can run. Right. Big dude, big white dude who can run. Right. And he powers over dudes. He's fast. Why don't we use him? He, so he's not getting a lot of touches then. He's not getting any. He's on. He's a special teams player right now. And I'm like, so if your only options at running back are Montgomery, Nall, which should be, and Patterson, why are we only seeing Monty? And then we'll see because when teams see Cordell Patterson. In the backfield, they're not thinking him as a in the running back spot in the formation. They're thinking like a, a you know one of those um, uh, screens screens or like the YR thing where they they swoop. Yeah, right. Um, they're not thinking he's going to run up so in the middle. Do you do you also think you need another running back too? Yeah. So um, so let, let me let me say, and I, I know I know I know I know draft stuff with you guys, but would you like to see you go offense all the way through next season? In, in the draft, I would like to see o, uh, quarterback, O lineman, running back, running back. Um, I like our, and I really like Cole Komet. The few bits and pieces I've seen of Cole Komet already this year. Yeah. The catch he made against the Rams. I don't know if you saw that yeah. big game. Yeah. The fact he caught it. Yeah. Broke some, a couple tackles and kept going. I'm yeah. Like, remember draft night? I was I was raving about that. Too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that you were like, that's your best draft yeah. in the last like two years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's something like that. Right. So I really like the kid. He's just not being used enough. No, and he had that amazing touchdown catch. I don't know how he caught it against the Panthers. Like um, the first. I know you're done, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. He brought it down. He had three dudes on him, and he somehow caught it. And I was just like, right. What? Wait a minute. Um, Get I that like Manning upgrade. Right. So I like our receiver Anthony Miller. I like him a lot. He's had a couple in a couple games where yeah. it's like, ah, uh, okay. He's kind of the new Taylor Gabriel because Taylor Gabriel two years ago, yeah, he would have a game where he catch three touchdowns. Mm -hmm. Next week doesn't you don't even see him. Right. right. So it's just like he's an interesting one because 
I saw him at Memphis. Yeah. I liked the pick at the time. Yeah. I'm not sure I still do. Right. Because it's too much inconsistent. And this this goes for all sports. Right. Soccer, football, baseball, whatever. Yeah. If you, if you have this player where you have to, it's one of those things like, it's like, if he could play like that mm-hmm. every week, we'd be, yeah. we'd be amazing. Yeah. But he just doesn't have that consistency where it's like, I know, you know, that this guy I can count on. Yeah. And he's not, Alan Robinson, obviously, the guy right now, but right. but it just it just feels like he's he's got everything. Because mm-hmm. at Memphis, he was he was just a freak athlete doing all right. doing all kinds of things, and now he just and I don't think it's it's necessarily his fault or anybody's really right. But he just hasn't caught that momentum. And right, I'm not. You might sure want to why. turn the light on. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. Also, I'm getting a little cold. There we go. Oh, uh, a lot better. Um. Uh, but yeah, no. And the thing relating to inconsistency and yeah. momentum. Yeah. When I was writing in Raven about Trubisky in 18, yeah. the game he threw six touchdowns. I knew for a fact he wouldn't throw two the next week. And <laughs> what did he get? He, threw, he might have thrown two. I knew he threw like two picks too. No. Yeah. Hold on. Before you continue, yeah. I baited both of you in one of my both greatest posts of all time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because I said, well, a bus is about to break the touchdown. Right. <laughs> I was I was joking, but the fact that you guys got so mad, I, was, I, just, I thought it was hilarious. But, right. But I know the game we're talking about. He was yeah, unbelievable. Uh, yeah, he threw five, five touchdowns in the first half, then he threw the sixth one in like the third yeah. and fourth quarter. Because I was watching, we were at your dad's house. Yep. That, and that was James Winston's first start of that season, right? Yeah. Because I remember he was fumbling, throwing picks. Right, because the Ryan Fitzpatrick had thrown. Yeah. I was thinking we were going to lose that game going into it. I remember because Fitzpatrick, the first three weeks of the season, threw 400 yards and like three touchdowns and no well, that, that That is Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> <laughs> you get hot for like four weeks yeah. and I don't throw picks in three straight weeks. Yeah. Right. This is actually, I'm, and I'm going to actually ask you about that eventually. But right. That's why. So this has actually been probably his best season. Yeah, it has because he's got tw- he's got ten touchdowns. I think he's got like around yeah. six interceptions. Right, I and he's thrown for like fifteen hundred yards. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's just it's just interesting. Actually, let's segue to that. I know Tua can play. Yeah, he's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But what did you think about him getting benched while he's playing this well? Oh, I know. Right, I I don't agree. I, if a player's, uh, I'll let you answer after I give this bit. Um, if Fitzpatrick is playing that well. Like, yeah, I know at some point you want to bring in Tua. That was the whole point of drafting him. I yeah. get I get all of that. But you did it, like, super late in the game, for one. Mm-hmm. He came out for, like, a few snaps in, like, the fourth quarter. Yeah. And that was it. And then you're like, okay. He two passes for nine yards. Right. And they're like, okay, so Tua's going to be the starting quarterback. I'm just like. It's not like seeing Justin Herbert him throw for three, three touchdowns and 300 yards. Right. This was literally. Two pa- and here's the problem with this. I'm going to let you answer in a second, but I just want to say this. Tua is one of the greatest statistical quarterbacks in the history of college football. Mm-hmm. He's also had two bad injuries. Yes. The idea of drafting with a fifth overall pick is to sit him the entire year. Yeah. I don't want him taking a snap. Mm-hmm. And now he's – and so here's – I think the problem is now – I don't agree with it, mm-hmm. but I'm thinking maybe the thinking is what if Ryan Fitzpatrick takes us to the playoffs and we win a game? Mm-hmm. How are we going to go to it after that? I think that's the only logic around. But Fitzpatrick is also re- like on the verge of retiring. Probably. Still, right? right. He's just out there. Yeah. But you've seen this before with like uh, Case Keenan in Minnesota. He right. ended t- Teddy Bridgewater yep. era there because right. he Teddy not- got hurt, and then the Viking, and then like the next year, 
it was a career, uh, it was a contract year for Bridgewater, Keenum, and they had three quarterbacks. Yeah. And they just let them all go. Yeah. Keenum was out, then Bridgewater yeah. went to New Orleans, obviously. That's and I the forgot who the was. I don't know. Um, anyway, what were you going to say? What do you think about this? Uh, about the Tua situation. Um, oh, I was shocked they brought him. Yeah. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. It's all right, man. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, good. No, I agree. I, th- I just think. I think Fitzpatrick's a solid quarterback. Yes, I'm right. Yeah. I, I am so surprised he played on, what, 900 teams? Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much. He's, he, what, the, the Bills, he's the got Jets, it. the Dolphins? He's uh, beaten Tom Brady on all of his division yeah, rivals. Yes. He um, went to Harvard, did you know that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was he playing for? Um, Bay. Uh, yep. I'm going to look right now at all of his teams. He's kind of like Josh McCown, but way better. Right. Right, because McCown only does good when he's in a Bears uniform. Yeah, right. Um, right the Jets, right. the Dolphins, the um, Bills, the Buccaneers, the... He was drafted by the Rams in, the in Rams. 05, um, then played there for a year, played for the Bengals for a year, played for the Bills for three years, played for the Titans for a year, Titans, that was the other one. Uh, played for the Texans for a year, played for the oh, Jets. Oh, yeah, he threw six while he was on the Texans. Yep. Um, played for the Jets for two years. Uh, played for the Bucks for uh, a, well, okay, so Jets and Bucks. I say correct. It was one season. Yeah. Um, and now he's with the Dolphins. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighteen. I mean, he's played for literally eight, sixteen point three. A quarter of the league. You're right. In, in fairness, that's insane. Mm-hmm. In fairness to him, though, when he was at in Buffalo. He, he had to see him a year, but he's two for like 20 plus touchdowns. So yeah, right. He's a cake. I just, I like Tua. I think if he's healthy, he's the best quarterback in this draft with Justin Herbert. Before, going in, just to clarify, I had Justin, Justin Herbert, Tua was, was this, and then I had, I had Love and then uh, uh, Joe Burrow. Um, and I don't, I don't even remember. Those are the three old ones that matter. Um, but I, I think Tua, if healthy, is, is a problem. But I just, I don't feel good about this mm-hmm. because I feel like He's the get point hurt. was to, to dra- draft him was to sit him a whole year. Right. And then he, when he's ready, he's ready. But like now, what the Chiefs did with if, he gonna, if he gets hurt, this is bad because mm-hmm. this, this guy has potential to be amazing in the NFL level. I believe him in more than others. Um, but at the same time, if he's healthy, you know, I actually think um, just to throw some shade at another divisional opponent uh, of yours, I thought the I thought the Lions were stupid not to take them at three. Mm-hmm. I thought okay, so I was uh so this is the thing about Matt Stafford. Um, I'm I'm gonna quote the guru, the great the great Shannon Sharp. Mm-hmm. They were talking about him on Undisputed um, about this list of players who were 30 over who were the best yet, whatever. Yeah. And uh, Shannon was saying. Um, Somebody needs to explain to me, like I'm like I'm seven. Yeah. What the heck does everyone see in Matt Stafford? Because I don't get it. Like um, Rod Parker calls him Pat Stafford. Yeah. Because Pat Stafford. Because he has he, he has Hall of Fame numbers. Yeah. But he doesn't have a lot of quality wins. And I right. think he's a tough quarterback. Oh, he's kind a good yeah. quarterback. He is good. He sure. deserves he's definitely tough. Yeah. But if, if there was ever a time to pull a plug, not pull a plug, but to, to set up the future. 
is drafting Tua, and then if you don't want Matt Stafford next year, you can uh, you can. I don't, know if, I don't know if you get a first round pick. No, you wouldn't. You not for a thirty-six yeah. year old Stafford. No. But you could get something for him. I'd say they did like a four, a fourth to a sixth round pick for him. Yeah, and there's been some really amazing fourth round picks out there. Eddie Jackson. Yeah. Eddie Jackson, um, the questionably the best safety in the league, not named Harrison Smith. Right. Yeah, and then you know, sixth round pick, one ninety nine, right. Tom Brady. Yep. Exactly. But there's, there's there's a lot of them. There was like um. Uh, you'll appreciate it. So Aaron Jones was taken in the fifth yeah, round. Yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember the, the wide receiver that was with Drew Brees' first Super Bowl? Uh, Marquise Colston. Colston, I love Colston. He was like a seventh round pick. Yeah. yeah. He's awesome. And he I was. think Jeffrey Henderson was a late round pick yeah. too. If you're smart, you know where these guys are. Mm-hmm. Actually, from, just from a math point of view, and I'm not saying I'm a genius, but mm-hmm. Corey and Madam Gladwell. Yeah. Uh, it makes it makes no sense to trade up. Right. Because of the value of the situation. But yeah. I just thought Tua would be a good player to, to put in Detroit. They haven't won anything, and there was mm-hmm. something to be excited about. And I right. know the NFL group that, we, that we're in. Yeah, the Renegades. That, that one guy that would, would have lost his, you know what? But right. Because Detroit? they say, I don't know what the guy's name the, the is. The Lions fan? Or He's the, got a big beard. The Lions fan? <laughs> yeah, Chris? the Lions fan. Yeah, Chris. Chris? Yeah, yeah, Chris. Yeah. Because I was arguing with him and somebody else about uh, who should take Tua. Right. Um, but I just, I just thought it was, yeah, you know, he was a good cornerback. I don't, I don't, I don't like drafting a defensive back that high. Yeah, that high, no. Running back and defensive back, I'm not picking in the top ten. Of, no. Unless you're, um, um, uh, Revis Island. Because mm-hmm. Revis Island, Pittsburgh was worthy of that pick. Deion Sanders was worthy of that pick. But he was good at Ohio State. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. But at five, if you're not gonna take. If you're going to take a cornerback, you should just trade out and, right. and slide down. A few Speaking spots. of that, because the Lions had taken Jeff yeah. Okuda, the Bears take, and after Cole Komet, they took Jalen Johnson. Yeah. Jalen Johnson, among rookies, is first amongst rookie corners. Yeah. In ranking with pass coverage, uh, pass deflections, all of that. I'm really liking Jalen Johnson. There's been yeah. a couple yeah, moments where he's. Look, definitely rookie, yeah. but he almost damn near looks like a veteran. Like he's playing at a good level, and amongst like some veterans, he's better than some like solid veterans right now as well. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the Bears are taking them second pick, uh, number I think it was like forty six. Yeah. Was fifty. Yeah. Cole Komet was forty six and he was fifty. Yeah, because you didn't have a first, right? Right. Yeah. Which I'm. This is going back to drafting, you know, how when we were talking about the Trubisky beef yeah. and how he was taken so high in the first round. And I brought up how many first rounders actually work out. Yeah. I look at what Ryan Pace and the last two GMs yeah. of the Bears have sure. done in the first round. Well, and then I, I was I was honestly glad we didn't have a first round pick. Yeah, I get that. But the I think he's that we have before. Um yeah. When you and me went to Frazier back in the day, yeah. you had, um, what's his name? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, the corner? Or the... No, 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 the, the GM. Uh, who, who gave Brandon Marshall that money. Uh, and Jay Cutler, 120. Yeah, Phil Emery. Phil yeah, Emery. Yeah. Emery. He was so bad. Yeah, he was. He gave Jay Cutler six uh-huh. years, 127. Yeah, I know. I know. I was mad. It's just like. <laughs> he, had, he had one playoff game. He didn't even win it. And don't get me started on a game against the Packers when he's a Brian Price. Right. <laughs> I mean, and then he was apparently, I just found this out because he had left the game um, or whatever, Caleb Haney had to come in. Then he threw a pick six to BJ Rogers. 
How do you throw a pick six? How do you throw a pick six? Aaron Rodgers no second. wasn't even shredding in that game. No. Because he doesn't, he doesn't shred anybody in an NFC Championship game. Because he has, the, he has the worst combined stance in the history of that game. Right. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> so, Caleb Hayden came in, and then Jay Cutler apparently, <laughs> I still haven't really looked into it, apparently was seen like dancing at a club later that night in Chicago, downtown. Um, yeah. After that game. So, yeah. I was it's, just, it's like J.R. Smith drinking the Hennessy at the club. And right. After that, the, and then, no, before the game, and then going to play the, the Boston Celtics in, in playoffs. Right. And then the Bronson get up, I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, first rounders typically don't work out in general for the NFL history. Yeah. Um, for the and, more often than not, the league is undrafted. Right. Exactly. Right now, the Hall of Famer though, going to be a Hall of Famer on Philadelphia offensive tackle. Yeah, Jason Peters. Right. Yeah. So it's just you look at these guys, and I think again, you got again. If you need a quarterback, you got to take some first round. But if you don't need like, and I'm just being honest, I think if you don't need a quarterback, turn it out. Mm-hmm. Because there's no other reason to to because you can get draft capital. Yep. Um, I think long term, Indiana had the best pick in the entire draft. It hasn't clicked yet, but mm-hmm. this uh, Jonathan Taylor from Wisconsin. Yep. Is an absolute monster. What and, and they traded out the first round like in every year. Chris yeah. Was genius. Mm-hmm. And they they got him at that spot, and they had a whole bunch of other picks to use. Right. One thing I was mad um, because initially I was mad, like I mentioned before we went on air. I was mad we even drafted Trubisky. Like, I understood, you know, there was a lot of, you know, good critiques on him, and there was, like, some bad ones on him. Yeah. Who I really wanted was Quentin Nelson, who you just mentioned went to the Colts. That's who I really wanted. No, that he was – Yeah, I know. He should have been rookie of the year. Yeah. I don't care that he pushed off the line. He right. should have been rookie of the year. I love Quentin Nelson. Absolutely. He is a dog yeah. on the offensive line, and he proved that when we played the Colts this year. Yeah. Um, I love Quentin Nelson. Um. Yeah, and hi- hindsight's always twenty twenty. Yeah. So yeah, we'd love to have you know Mahomes or Watson, either one. Yeah. But behind the Bears' offensive line, twenty twenty, I don't care who you are, you're not succeeding behind the offensive line. No, no, no absolutely, you're 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 on, on the money with that. Mm-hmm. But again, I still go back to that draft. You still gotta take Watson. I, yeah. I, I, like, yeah. I don't care if he looks like crap for two years. Mm-hmm. And Watson ended up in a worse situation. Yeah, and he, he ended up he I'm still worried. I'm actually worried about his career. I because too. if you remember Andrew Luck, Andrew Luck was 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 driving a car on the way to the Hall of Fame. Yep. Until he, but the first three years of his career, he got they, beaten. He got beaten, beaten down, and, uh, and the GM didn't surround them. Nope. Or right. anything else. Exactly. And they were just drilled into. I mean, yeah. The game against the. the Broncos, yeah, specifically, he was getting destroyed. Yeah, and then he retires at, at 29 years old. And everybody's like shocked, and then you get the people who are shocked, and then the people are like, "Dude, you're 29, you could keep going." Like, and these are fans. I'm like, "How do you keep going?" Right? How much <laughs> you go out there for under that offensive line, and tell me how much, how well? Because yeah. part of the you know fan is for, for fanatic. Yeah. So we have all these expectations because we're all selfish. Yeah. We're all selfish, and we're all biased because that's the whole point of being a fan. But from people currently living in that, yeah. you know, and the people who were there and part of it, you kind of have to understand their And the way the NFL works now, you know, we get heartbroken when we lose our favorite players yeah. and stuff like. At the end well, of the day, well, you understand it's a business. business. At the end of the day, look, it's it, you guys are actually in some sense uh, the way the NFL works is actually good because you can keep a player for. Mm-hmm. Right. For four, five, six years. In right. other sports, not gonna say which, um, mm-hmm. you can leave every year. Yeah. 
based on the price tag that someone's willing to pay for you. Yeah. You can literally go from you can play in the next three years can play on three different teams. Mm-hmm. The NFL, the way it works, and by the way, I actually think that way's not it wouldn't work in the NFL. But I think the, the way transfers work, I think the, the money, I mean, the, the, the freedom of the player part would actually be good for the NFL. Mm-hmm. You should be able to, at any point, be told to trade. Yeah. If, if they're going to trade me to, the, you know, the Raiders or something, yeah. I don't want to go to the Raiders. I think the players should be allowed to say no. No, yeah. thank you. But I think the way it works, it, it's just interesting because I, I just feel like that would, it, it works in a, in, a, in a different sense just because of, of how everything's kind of constructed, mm-hmm. and especially with the whole loyalty thing, yeah, you you at least get them for four or five years. Exactly. They're, you're always going to get someone who's going to stay there the whole career. No, that never happens, and that's why you got to think of this um, Robinson thing in the same way. Right. It's a business, and yes. he's. I have I just have a bad feeling that he's going to end up on a, a division rival. I, I hope it's a, not a division rival. I, yeah, feel, I know. I'm pretty sure because I know how Bears management is. I don't think he'll go to the Packers, but I think it's possible he could end up with some one of the other teams. I feel like it'd be the Lions more so than. The yeah, Vikings. I think. Well, that's right. exactly what I was thinking about. Um, right. And I don't think the Vikings would. You know, they needed a quarterback before. <laughs> yeah. Kirk Cousins. You know, the first year they went eight seven and one. Yeah. And he looked bad, and everybody was trying to have Even him. Last back. year, people were saying he's good now. Yeah, everybody's like, oh, he's a pro bowler, man. We're going to the Super Bowl. Let me ask you this. And you've been watching the NFL a long time, so you'll appreciate this one. Would you rather have Andy Dalton the years in, that he was in Cincinnati and in his prime or mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins? I'd rather Seriously. have Andy. Exactly. Andy Dalton. Andy exactly. And they're the same, and they're all just different. Right. Andy Dalton can put, I mean, they both can't perform in the big game. Right. Monday night football. And Andy Dalton went to the playoffs, what, four or five times yeah. and then got kicked out right. first round by the Texans but, and half of them. Right? Yeah. So it's just like, there's that. And then Andy Dalton, uh, you know, Kirk Cousins puts up stats. I, like, yeah, he puts up, I don't care about stats that much. Right. It's just like, it's like someone looking at a list of stats. Oh, he's That's, the best quarterback in the league because he's right. got the most touchdowns. <laughs> right. Um, that doesn't mean much. But he could be, I mean, half of those could be to, you know, a, a defensive back that, were drafted in the seventh round. Um, so it's just there's so many things about the NFL that's confusing and mm-hmm. and things. And I want to get back to the Bears thing, but yeah, I, we we've always talked about this. I want to talk about the Hall of Fame thing, right? Right. Because it feels like everyone gets in. And what uh, interesting thing, and I just want to see how you feel about this. I feel like the NFL should be. So there's a few problems have with the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. I don't like the Hall of Fame in general, but you have yeah. you have it. With the Hall of Fame, I don't I don't feel like you should wait, have to wait eight, nine brown years to get it. Right. Yeah, your it's first either, year of eligibility, I think, is after seven years. I feel like if you if you're a Hall of Fame, I don't understand that. You right. should just get in. Yeah, right. You don't exactly. have to wait. Right. right. Secondly, look, if if you if you say a name, Tom Brady. Yeah. Hall of Fame, right? right. Yeah. If you say he's gotta wait till he's yeah. retired and if you say plus a, seven. Adrian Peterson. Hall yeah. of Famer, yeah. Ryan Erlacher, Hall of Famer. Yep. If, if you have, like, my thing about the Hall of Fame is if you have to think about it, he's yeah. not. Yeah. Eli Manning, I have to think about it. Right. Which means he's not. Right. So, well, how do you. Or if it's just based off yeah. him in the playoffs. Yeah. And, you know, same. Um, uh, June Mellon. Right. You got to think about it. Right. And I'm not saying he's not, but if you, if you have to think about it, then he's not. And, and my question for you is, is do, do you think that's part of. 
sort of the way it works? Or how, how do you view that that the way it's sort of? I'd like the NFL Hall of Fame partially because it's like partially I have a love hate relationship with the fact that it's seven people every year. That's stupid. Like, if you can think of more, put more in. If you can't think of seven to put in, don't put them in. Why don't you just put them all in? Right. If you're Hall of Famer, just go in. Right. You should be able to, like, um, when Tom Brady retires, mm -hmm. he should just be able to do his schedule as Hall of Fame ceremony. Right. Not, they shouldn't have to be some voting to determine. Right. And a well, lot I don't of think there's going to be a voting issue. Yeah. I just think it's stupid because obviously he's going to get all the votes he needs to get. <laughs> like, he's just, his gold jacket is just waiting on him to get right. fitted. Um, my, the issue is having to wait that seven years. Because yeah. that's the rule for the NFL. There, it's a seven-year after you're retired. Um, I completely you either agree. are or you're not. You shouldn't right. have to exactly. wait time. Right. Because Andre Reid, I was mad as hell. You know, after learning about the Bills of the yeah. '90s. Yeah. And Andre Reid, at the time he retired, was second only to Jerry Rice in all major wide receiver stat categories. Exactly. It took him seven after he was eligible. So after he retired and waited the seven years, yeah. it took the Hall of Fame more than seven years after the seven years of him yeah. being eligible for Andre Reid because Jim Kelly got in, his quarterback got in, his running back got in. Hell, his kicker got in he before missed, he did. Didn't he miss his kick in the Super Bowl? His, the kicker in the first Super Bowl missed the game-winning field goal that gave the Giants that Super Bowl. Speaking of wide receivers, and look, I think the amount of years you play should not even be part of the equation. Right, because Gail said. Can we get Sterling Sharp into the Hall of Fame? If right. you look at his numbers, yeah. he was on pace to be better than everyone except Jerry Rice. Right. How in the world does he not even get a, a vote for Hall of Fame? Just, I, he's been on the ballot, but. What I feel like he's never going to get in, though. I kind of do, too. Because he only played play eight years. Right. But during his time of productivity, right. he was better than everybody. Right, exactly. <laughs> Uh, Gail Sayers only played six, seven seasons. Yeah. And, he, and Curtis, that's one thing I go with Curtis a lot, is that he's like, Gail Sayers shouldn't be a Hall of Famer. And I'm like, okay, uh, he was a great kickoff returner, punt returner. He was, uh, he didn't put up the same numbers for running backs of his time, but the impact he had on football alone, yeah. because Hall of Fame is not about the numbers. It's not about, you know, purely stats. Right. It's about impact, um, you know, what you did for the game and all that. Gail Sayers had all of that, yeah. except all the, you know, flashy stats because, yeah, he only played six, seven seasons. Stats, right. I feel like stats are overrated, though. Yeah, I do, too. Like, you can't say based on statistics that one player is better than the other. Right. My thing is, this is what I always say. If aliens knew nothing about football, yeah. and you, I, I hate the statistic argument when it comes to the goat comes. Right. I think it's stupid. Yeah. Look, you can say whatever you want, and, and this is where I, I differentiate because of postseason success, the difference between best of all time and greatest of all time. Yeah. The best quarterback to ever play football is Peyton Manning. Yeah. The greatest quarterback is, is Tom Brady. Yeah. You, if, if you didn't know nothing about Tom Brady and you mm -hmm. just watched the two of them play, yeah. there's not a legitimate argument to say that that Peyton Manning wasn't a better quarterback than right. Tom Brady. But mm -hmm. Tom Brady had that postseason success which justifies the greatest. This, right. Right. And same with like Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, based on what he's the see, most talented. He's the most talented quarterback and one of the best of all time. Right. Not one of the greatest of all time. Right. Uh, just because it comes down to the postseason success. Right. Peyton has enough to be in that conversation for mm -hmm. Go, 
But just as a as just as a quarterback, yeah, he's he's better than to me. He's significantly better than everybody else. Mm-hmm. And then and then obviously you can throw Joe Montana in there and others. Right. Um, right. But it's I just think it's a it's a complicated conversation. And it is. Every, if you like Brady, you say Brady's a go. Yeah. If you don't, you say whoever's whoever. Yeah, Rodgers. Right. Rodgers. Um, because if Rodgers Brady's, had been in New England, he would have won ten Super Bowls. Joe Montana. Right. Um, and you know. And Brady does have some stuff that mm. needs to be explained. Yeah. But at the same time, this is the thing. With all the, the scandals that went on in England, I don't want to get into that too much. Right. In the Super Bowl against Carolina, he still made those throws. Yeah. In right. the, the, the you know, St. Louis Rams Super Bowl, he yeah. made the throw. Yeah. As much as you – if you know the play or not, I don't know what happened. Right. We still don't know what happened. But he made the throws. Yeah. And then the other thing with, with – Deflated balls when they, they were, you know, they with, made with, with the, def- the 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 lack of deflation. Yeah, they were losing the game. Right. And then they switched to def- to, to the, the, the appropriate thing. Yeah. And then they won forty-five to what fourteen right. or whatever. Or, no, they made the case other way that the Colts had made the case that they were using the, the deflated balls in the second half when yeah. they were scoring all the points. Whatever. But the thing right. is, again, you can say whatever you want about the the, the the whole situation, but Brady made that throw. And one of the most underrated throws in Super Bowl history. It's mm-hmm. not. It's not one of those flashy ones like right. Eli to Manningham, mm-hmm. which to me is the best throw I've ever seen. Okay. I put the Tyree catch right above it, but yeah. But I think I know a lot of people love the Manningham. The one. difference is the Tyree uh, catch was based on um, just dumb luck. Yeah. Because in today's game, he would have been called down. Yep. Secondly, the ball just like stuck in his helmet. Right. I mean, he had his hand there, but I feel like it was like in his face mask. But even t- the one thing that does it for me about the Tyreek case yeah. is that people on the from the Giants teams of that year yeah. said the man couldn't catch in practice. The man like um, we were running that route all <laughs> yeah. and like he wasn't doing anything. Well, the only reason he was in the game is because they were in desperation. Right. Exactly. So that's a great catch, but Manningham is always the one for me. But mm-hmm. I would say that. The, Pass that he, he makes to Falk in the mm-hmm. Carolina Super Bowl. Yeah. It's not it's not a big pass. It was like 10 yards. Yeah. It's one of the most underrated passes mm-hmm. because without that, none of this happens. Right. right? And Ray Lewis um, was talking about it on one of these like um, NFL 100 documentaries. And it, it's just stuff like that that makes him the greatest. But there's, I don't think there's an, ex, an existing argument that he's yeah. better at, at playing, at throwing the football than Aaron Rodgers or a better quarterback than Peyton Manning. But he's the greatest. Because of what he's done in the postseason, right? And he's got the six. Um, he's got he's, he's got the six rings. Right. He got the three losses. He could have eight rings, really. Yeah. He also could have two rings, but you know. Right. Exactly. Right. Um, so, um, anyway, that, that that sort of uh, let's think about that stuff. So, uh, Pat Mahomes. I mean, I still think. Again, I think Pat Mahomes is the most talented quarterback in the mm-hmm. league. I still think Russell is the best, and that's that's just my opinion. I'm not gonna really get into that because I love them both. So yeah, I love them both too. So I don't. It just doesn't matter. But uh, he's on trajectory. So he. It looks like the Chiefs might go back to the Super Bowl when they yeah. get. And he's got the 50 touchdown season, mm-hmm. and he's got the MVP. Right. Obviously, this isn't about rings. Right. So for what? What do you guys think it would take for him to be your go? Mahomes. Yeah. I'll let you answer first because I've been very talkative today. Because I, I don't think rings and rings is, is the he doesn't need to right. Mm-hmm. And I know this is way premature, but his career. Everybody's started, already talking about it. Start, it started 
Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to throw 50 touchdowns your first season. Yeah, right. Super Bowl your second season. Right. Second season is started yeah. because he was a rookie. Yeah. The year he like they yeah. sat him for a year. Mm-hmm. Right. Behind Alex Smith. You go first. Um. Yeah, I, I agree that I don't think the rank argument um, would like. I think it would come down to again that conversation you had between best and greatest. greatest. It will come or like the talent, the talented versus best or greatest, yeah. because the guy makes no look passes look easy. Yeah. He does like sidearm stuff, like crazy side, like yeah. his highlight reel alone. He doesn't throw interceptions. Exactly. Like he's a gunslinger. He's a gunslinger. He's, he's Aaron Rodgers on steroids. Right, because Aaron Rodgers already doesn't throw a lot of interceptions. Yeah, but he throws even less. less. Right, right. And just as many, if not more, touchdowns. Yeah. So it's just like, wow. Let me let me let me just put this scenario. Mm-hmm. Let's say, let's say he wins three. Okay. So he wins two more. Two more. And he has four more MVPs. Let's say yeah. Let's say three, four MVPs. He's I'm gonna say he's top five in touchdowns, top ten in yards. Okay. So three, three MVPs, so four MVPs, three rings, top five in touchdowns and top tens of yards. And let's say he's close in, uh, let's say interception to touchdown ratio is close to what Aaron Rodgers is. Yeah. Do you think that body of work is enough? And again, to be goal? Yeah. Not quite. So what would it take to, to go one more? Would he need to win another Super Bowl? Uh, give me. One more Super Bowl, one more MVP. So five MVPs, four Super Bowls? Yeah. So if he gets to four. Yeah. And for me, he's got to be MVP of everyone. Yeah. I'm not letting, you know, um, Tyreek win MVP. Right. So. And it's hard to have. You don't see wide receivers win MVP. You see their quarterback. But he shouldn't have won that. I mean, like, right, he should have. Um, Oh, you're saying Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. So yeah. Well, yeah, I think. MVP, the league I thought MVP, you meant like league MVP. It's hard, um, but um, I think Russell's getting it this year. I do too. Which he deserves. Yeah. Because he there was one. He's year, never won it. He, there was a year he threw for thirty-three he touchdowns. Never won it. No. Ten interceptions, seven hundred and eighty-five yards on the ground, and seven touchdowns on the ground. Yep. And they gave it to Aaron Rodgers. Yep. And I don't mean to pick on Aaron Rodgers, but right. They the media when it comes to voting for MVP, Colin Coward said it best. They like the story. Yeah. They go with the what's the best story. Yeah. It's not always about the performance. Right. Like or who had the best performance out of everybody yeah. who's in that category. It's it's just like this. Um, the great Johan Cruyff once said, um, and he was talking about the Ballon d'Or, not NFL MVP, but what it comes down to is just there's a bunch of journalists voting for their friends. Yep. So if who's who's unlikable, who's who could be a potential MVP. Um, Unlikable. Uh, That's a hard one. <laughs> um, Michael Vick is first year in Philly. Okay, because I, I, I can't think of anyone current. You know yeah, I, mean? I can't think of anyone current that's unlikable that's playing at an. Oh, MVP. Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Okay. So Baker yeah. Mayfield, you know. But media tends to like him more so. General or us personally? Just look. So sometimes there's there's in all sports. There's a player who gets less leeway because they're kind of a dick. Yeah. They're, they, right. they talk and talk. We can't walk the walk in the same way. Right. They call out 
certain people. Yeah. Rodgers, Baker Mayfield would be. Or Aaron Rodgers, but I feel like too many people like Aaron Rodgers for that to be the argument. Exactly. But Baker Mayfield is never going to sniff an MVP. Right. But if he no. if he had a year or someone like him, let's just say someone like him, because yeah. Baker Mayfield MVP should never If he had 47 touchdown passes, mm-hmm. eight interceptions, and let's say 500, uh, 300 yards or something like yeah. that, and he's not likable, I still don't think he would win the MVP. Right. And that's, you know, yeah. that's what comes down to. So speaking of unlikable people, um, uh, Tampa Bay got Antonio Brown. Yeah. Uh, oh, Tampa Bay. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> the new nickname for it. Like, so, um, I, yeah, I, I have so many things on this, but. I do too. Um, what was your, like, reaction other than, I guess, shocked that he's playing? I'm not Is shocked it, where he went. Not not, I'm not one shocked minute. where he went. Not one bit. I'm more shocked that after all the IG lives, after all the mental, something's mentally wrong with him. Yeah. And the baby mama drama on the IG live, all of that. Yeah. The NFL, and you and I view the same way. Yeah. On Kaepernick. Yeah. The Kaepernick situation. Yeah. And now the NFL is literally, I say it all the time now, the NFL is profiting on what they blacklisted Colin Kaepernick for. Right. My cause, my cleats. Yeah. That was literally like Colin Kaepernick. Like they're using like, okay, if you guys want to, you know, talk about police brutality, put it on your cleats and stuff. But if you wanna, pro, if you wanna, you know, uh, stand up for breast cancer, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, right. <laughs> so it's just like you're profiting off of the very things that you blackballed them for, and yeah. now it's, and now they're talking about the whole voting thing. Yeah. And so it's just like, okay, so you guys are literally making money off the same thing you just blacklisted him for, and saying that. All third, all thirty-two starting quarterbacks and all their backups are be- are better quarterbacks than what he could be for your franchise. Yeah, all thirty-two and, teams and right. all their backups. Yeah, it's just it's just Nathan Peterman. <laughs> Nathan Peterman. I, I watched him at Penn State just twice, and I'm like, Mark. Anyone who drafts that Mark Sanchez outside those two straight AFC championship spots. Yeah. Come on. But um, no, back on the Antonio Brown, what we were originally yeah. talking about. Yeah. Something's mentally wrong with him. Yeah. He was on pace to be better than Jerry Rice in statistics had he played even 12 years. Yeah. Right. Antonio Brown shot his career and he could be, he could have already, you know, for the longest, it was who's better, him or Julio Jones, you know, for a while. And Antonio Brown's. This is the thing. Julio Jones is Antonio Brown with maturity. Yeah. Oh, God. He's yeah. not as good, but for sure. Yeah. But with maturity. Yeah. And I think, um, actually, Des Bryant just got signed by the Ravens. But yeah, to the practice squad. That's the one that, um, so, if you're going to yeah. sign, if you're going to, like, I understand, Des is, is a head case at times. Yeah. But there's less baggage with Des Bryant than there is in Samuel. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, I'm God. so I glad. I'm so, so glad because I'm a big Russell Wilson fan that he's mm-hmm. not going to see how. I am too. Could you imagine him on the Seahawks when Metcalf has had seven catches for 150? Right. And Tony Brown's got three catches for 45 yards. It's right. just like he's gonna roof. he's gonna destroy the inside of the locker room. Yep. I thought before this, and this might be crazy. I think Tampa Bay is still a Super Bowl team. Oh yeah. They can't. I do win, too. They cannot win it with him in the locker room. No. I think unless Tom Brady sets him straight. Everybody in the Renegades group outside of the couple bandwagon dudes who were posting about how Tampa Bay's going to score. <coughs> yeah. Everybody else in the Renegades was like, Tampa Bay's not, they're not even a playoff team. Like, 
Yeah. I was like, okay, so did you not watch how during the last quarter of the year last year they had one of the best defenses? No, they had the best defense. Yeah. Right. In the NFL and, last year. And and, and yeah. with Jameis Winston as their quarterback. So who's that? If he threw 15 picks instead of 30, yeah. they would have made the playoffs. That and nobody scored more points other than the Ravens than Tampa Bay last year. The yeah. top two scoring teams in the NFL last year was Baltimore and Tampa Bay. Yeah, for sure. So, and that says a lot considering, <laughs> yeah, Jameis threw 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions last year. Yeah. Um, And, you know, whatever. That's not the 30 for 30 you want to be on. No, <laughs> exactly. Right. No. Um, it, it's just it's just a crazy situation. And like, yeah, Tampa Bay's had to work out their kinks this year. I think they're still a good team. I just don't think they can win with the dressing room a lot from what he ran thought. Right, right. Him involved. Um, yeah. All right. So we've been time for a while. So right. let's let's end this with. Um, uh, I guess we'll just. Uh, what do you guys? What are you guys' Super Bowl picks? And then who are your top ten? Early. Uh, Super Bowl picks and who? Then we'll, uh, we'll we can make up just if you want to make okay. a list of our top five top ten quarterbacks of all time or or current. Whatever you want to do. Okay. Because uh, Super Bowl. We, picks, I mean, we could talk for another three hours. Yeah. I just don't want it to be like five, five um, whatever. So I, I just right. think it's this is a good time for it because we talked about. Trubisky. I actually talked right about now, as of right now, whatever. What's today? The twenty eighth. Yeah. Steelers Bucks Super Bowl. All right. I like Steelers Bucks. Right as of right now, I have I I got um Chiefs Steelers. Okay. Wait. Well, they're the same. They're the same, right? Yeah, they're the same. Hold on a second. Now, um, who do I want in the NFC? Is Buffalo in the NFC? No, AFC. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I'm gonna go. For some reason, I thought it was in um. All right. Just give me a second. Yeah, you got all your AFC teams that you like. Yeah, so I just NFC is. Like Seattle, yep. 49ers, well, Ravens, yeah, no, no, Ravens. 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 <laughs> All right, um, Seattle, Niners, Tampa Bay, um, Packers, Packers, Bears, Carolina, yeah, Vikings. Um, Not saying they're yeah, Cowboys, Skins, Eagles, yeah, Giants. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I don't like to do this because um but wait, who do you have winning? Between the Steelers and Bucks? Yeah. I got Bucks edging it out. Just not by it's gonna be a very good game. If that were to happen, it's gonna be a very good game. Both defenses are good. Big Ben throws too many ugly balls for me. Yeah. And Tom Brady right now is trajecting really well. The last two games he's gone off. Um, so I feel like the Bucks, they they're they're more buttoned up than the Steelers, a little more buttoned up than the Steelers. But these Steelers defensively are really nice. Players. I picked the Ravens as being NFC and okay in the AFC. You still sticking with the Ravens? I think I am. Okay. And let me let me explain. So last year they had that magical season. Lamar Jackson was yeah. doing this thing. This year he's still doing this thing. Yeah. But it feels like people look at look at them as an afterthought. Yeah. And that's going to continue to be the case. Yep. And Lamar Jackson is the perfect guy to be, right. you know. So I'm, I'm feeling the momentum driving that. Yeah. And I think I like the Steelers a lot, but 
it's hard to, to say that Pat Mahomes isn't going to be an NFC Championship game. Uh, the NFC Championship. And yeah. they have scored to settle. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to make a bull case. I'm going to say the Ravens are going to win the NFC or AFC yeah. in Kansas City. Okay. The Ravens will make the Super Bowl. They will, they'll, they will find the Seahawks there with them. And Ooh. even though. Ravens Seahawks. Even though. I know that the, the Ravens have better surrounding pieces and yeah. better defense. Yeah. I can't bet against Russell Wilson in no. that game. So I'm going to go. Because he's a, yeah. I think this, I had the Seahawks winning the Super Bowl over. And yesterday, this totally contradicts what I said yesterday. Yeah. Because um, I had talked to my co-host about this, and I think <coughs> the Ravens aren't a Super Bowl team that can win the Super Bowl. Yeah. But. I don't like them playing from behind. No. But I, I think if they play the Ravens and they have the ball first, they yeah. won't be a behind. And the Ravens, play the Seahawks, you mean? Yeah, the Seahawks. So I think the Seahawks, I don't have the Seahawks, Ravens, but I'm going to have the Seahawks winning it. And I'm, I'll adjust it later if it yeah. feels like it. I feel like he threw three picks in that game the other night. Mm-hmm. He's, he was outplayed by um, Kyler Murray. Yeah. Well, I think we'll make the playoffs. Yeah. Um, that, that 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 you could make a case. All three teams or three of those teams make. Yeah. So I'm gonna playoffs. I'm gonna say that the Seahawks just because of the quarterback play, mm-hmm. and this will be the year of Russ. He's won the MVP. Yeah. And, he's won um, and then when he was the MVP, people like Stephen A. Smith will be on TV talking about how Aaron Rodgers got robbed. Yeah. And yeah. and they're gonna hear about that, and then the Packers and the Seahawks will probably end up playing at some point, and. Mm-hmm. It'll be another 49ers type yep. game. Uh-huh. Um, they'll make, and then, but I, I start, I just, I don't have enough trust in the Ravens to, to stay the ball right. Um, so I, I, I have them. But it, it, there's so many teams you could be. Um, speaking of, you just said Packers, Seahawks. My unpopular opinion had Seahawks, because they lost all three of their running. They had to resign Marshawn, but they had to bring him out of retirement yeah. for that game. Yeah. Um, had the Seahawks had at least one or two of their running backs from the regular season against the Packers in that playoff game, mm-hmm. Packers aren't making it to the next round. Yeah, I said last year, and I'll say it again. They were a they were a nine and seventeen to one thirteen games. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Um, so I have Derek, who do you have for Super Bowl? Um, I'm gonna say Chiefs Bucks. And I think Kansas City is gonna win it all again. I wouldn't mind that at all. I wouldn't either. Um, Alright, let's do. Uh, go ahead. Tom Brady's the goat, but obviously. Yeah. I I think Mahomes is gonna beat him in the in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, that's gonna. That, that, I, I think it'll like be high scoring. Yeah. 38-31. Alright, somewhere around there. Okay, so let's say uh, let's give our top five um, quarterbacks of all time, and I'm gonna make I'm gonna make one last point on what Derek just said, and then okay, Ooh, then we can five. just talk. But I just don't want this to be too long. Right. Top five of all time. You can do now or of all time, whichever you prefer. Marino at one. Uh, no, at ooh, where do I put him? I put him at okay. I'll put him at three. <laughs> so start in the middle. Go, go, go five and one. Okay, five and one. That's five. Elway. Okay. Um. Ooh. 
Jay Cutler, no. <laughs> Jay Cutler for all five. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, do you need to go first? <laughs> yeah, you go first. All right. Um, Jay Cutler, Mitch Chubisky, <laughs> Josh McCown. Um, Cordell Stewart. Cordell Stewart. Rex Grossman. I'm going to go with... Um, I'm kidding. I'm going to go with... Oh, yeah, five. Okay, let me just think. Um... Marine, uh, Montana at four. Who's, who would you have for five? Elway? Elway. Okay. Um, Montana. So Montana at four, Marino at three, Peyton at two, Gray at one. I can agree with that. Elway. And just, just let me, I just want to make, explain one point because I Joe below. Mm -hmm. I think Joe Montana, sorry, uh, I think Dan Marino is a better quarterback. And yeah, he just never got it right. He never got it right. Yeah. I, I'm not going to hold that against him. Yeah, Joey's got four, but he had Jerry Rice. And, right. And he's amazing and all that stuff. But yeah. that's the way I would put it. Yeah, I agree. Um, and at 47, I've been running. Yep. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so, Elway. Ooh. Hard, isn't it? It is. It is. It's tough. Jay Cutler. <laughs> yeah. 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 Jay Cutler, uh, Brian Greasy, uh, Rex Grossman, yeah. and Kyle Horton. Kyle Horton. And Kyle Horton. Yeah. Um, Cordero Stewart. Yeah. Um, Brian Leaf. I say. He's, okay. in the, he's in the preseason hall of fame. Yeah, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Uh, Elway, Warren Moon. Okay, that's a good shout. Um, get then give me Marino. Okay. Then give me Peyton. Okay. Then give me Brady. Okay. What about you? Um. Let me go five to one. How do you want to do it? Yeah. If, if you want to go one five and that's it's that's easier, you can do that too. I'm gonna say Brady one. Okay. Montana two. Peyton Manning three. I'd say uh, John Elway, four. Okay. Five, probably. God, it's hard. Okay, what did I say? I said. Peyton. I said uh, Brady. Brady. Yep. Um, Montana. Montana. Peyton. Elway. And then who's five? I mean, there's a lot of options here. Yeah, I gotta yeah. go. I gotta go. I gotta go, Marino. All right. One last question. Um, does the Super Bowl for Brady this season improve his legacy at all? No. I'm not great. I just want to know what you know. I don't think it does. I think he can lose another two and it wouldn't matter. Right. So I, I don't think it's, I don't think this Brady Belichick thing is a real thing. I just think it's. Uh, yeah. Um, 
All right, uh, thank you. Uh, guys, thank, thank you for doing this. I, we should do this again. because it's I fun. agree. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, anyway, so I'm gonna, uh, so thank you for listening and uh, well, you'll see it on YouTube.